Welcome back to the Expressions of Destiny podcast. This is Jennifer. Today is Faith-Filled Friday, my favorite day of the week. I am so excited to encourage you today. Um, And it's actually a little bit later in the day, so this word is going to just travel with you throughout the weekend, carry it with you, hold it close to you, let it just um, bring you joy and excitement to do something great for God this week. So I wanted to talk to you a little bit today about just being a blessing, just be being a blessing to others in any way possible, in the smallest ways, the largest ways. There is no blessing too small, um, no matter how small you think it is. There are there are times that we may do something that seems so insignificant, but it is so great and so needed to the person that we are able to touch that day. And so um, I was actually reading in in a very, very small book, because if you've been listening for a while, you know that this girl here does not like to read. Um, It's just not my favorite thing to do. You can give me a video. You can give me a podcast. Anything audio or visual, I am all for it, but reading is a no-no. And so um, I will pick up these smaller books, you know, that are real quick reads, um, but are just packed with so many gold nuggets, just wisdom. And so this particular book is um, The Treasure Principle by Randy Alcorn. And there was one particular question I saw in here today, and I wanted to share it with you. It says, why has God entrusted so much to us? And I want you to think about that. Why has he entrusted so much to us? And maybe we're, we're not even to that question yet. Maybe we're at a point where we are thinking what has he entrusted us with? You know, what do we have? Because a lot of times we measure according to the world standards. And we may think that we have nothing. We may think that um, our bank account is empty. We don't have, you know, the extra food or necessities. We may not have an overabundance. Um, but if we if we begin to look at what we do have, instead of focusing on what we don't have, we realize that there are so many more opportunities to be a blessing to others around us. um, And we don't even realize that we're doing it. And so this question really stood out to me. And it it actually started with a scripture that I have heard my entire life growing up in church um, since I was a little girl. And the verse is Luke 6, 38. And it says, Jesus said, give and it will be given to you a good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over will be poured into your lap for the measure you use. It will be measured to you. Now I got to go back, you know, in history and my many years in church and in ministry, we usually typically heard this verse, um, when it pertained to offerings, to tithes and offerings and, um, something of some type of financial, substance. You know, it was a, um, it was just shared with us, you know, in that, in that particular uh, way. And so, um, it wasn't until years later, you know, you stop and you really begin to read things and you really begin to ask God, well, what does that mean? Because maybe, you know, in certain years of my life, I, I really didn't have anything to give or there wasn't an overabundance or I was struggling to be able to even give what was expected of me, um, you know, according to what I was taught. And then we get into a position of either feeling an obligation or feeling guilty because we just didn't have it. 
And so um, when I read this verse now, it's talking about anything and everything in our life. We are to give of ourself, give of our time, give of our resources, give of our knowledge and our wisdom, give of our prayers, whatever it is that you have, that is what you are giving to everybody around you, anywhere that you are at any time of day, all day long, if that's the case. And it just states, give and it will be given to you a good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over will be poured into your lap. For with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Um, I want to go just a little bit back on a, on a different story for just a second. Um, it wasn't long ago, I believe it was around Thanksgiving, I shared about the blessing jar. And this jar is a huge jar. It's, it's, almost, it's more like a vase um, that is sitting on our, our sofa table. And it is just filled with things that we have come across, seashells from the beach, um, mangrove pods that we've picked up, you know, near the water. Um, it might have a piece of twine that we found wrapped around our leg that, that came in on, you know, through the, with the water. Um, there are little notes folded up, hundreds of notes folded up in that vase of just all of the things that we have thanked God for over the years. And every time that vase would begin to get so full that it was about to spill over, I always wanted to um, empty it out, pour it into a box, of course, save all of the things that we had thanked God for day after day after day. But then I remembered immediately when I was about to do that the first time, this verse came to mind where it said, pressed down shaken together and running over. And I thought, you know what, Father, you have blessed us so much, even in the moments where it seemed, as I said, so insignificant. You know, we may have just thought, thanked him for the day, thanked him for allowing us to go out and, and have dinner instead of having to cook at home. You know, he allowed us to uh, take our girls to the movies. It, it was getting into a habit of thanking him for anything and everything because it's him who gives us the ability and the opportunities to to do those things. It's him who blesses us with that time and with those resources and those finances. And so it was at that moment I began to press all of those blessings down and I would shake that vase up and try to make more room. And especially when we drop our seashells in there, we kind of give it a shake so that they can fall into the cracks and the crevices. But then as it would start to fill up again, we would have to press it down all over again. And so this has been something that we have done for years, but to see that jar so full, every once in a while we stick our hands in there and we pull out a blessing from who knows when. And as we open it, we'll read, this was from 2014 and it might be one, actually the girls did this not too long ago, but they pulled some out and it was 2014, 2015 was the, the bunch that we happened to grab and they were Thank you for letting us spend time with our friends today. Or thank you that we got to go to the park today. And it was so simple for a child. They were younger. So simple. But I know God smiled so much on those because they were remembering that it was most important to thank him. Instead of anybody else and everybody else to say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. 
because you are the one who got us up today. You're the one who gave us life and breath in our body to be able to go out to the park, to be able to go and spend time with our friends. And in doing those those things, you give us opportunities to be a blessing to others along the way. So this verse just really jumped out at me today because it was a reminder of what he has had us doing consistently over the past, I want to say at least six or seven years. It goes on to say, the more you give, the more comes back to you. And so um, you'll hear me say all the time, the more you give, the more you have. And we use it. We use that phrase consistently in our business. Yes, it is something that, you know, we stand on in our life, our personal life, our family, our ministry, but even more so in our business. The more you give, the more you have. Every opportunity that you have to be a blessing to a client or to a customer um, in any way possible, God will always bring something back, back around. God will reward you for that. But it's not even doing just because you're looking for the reward. It's doing, first and foremost, because you have a heart to give. And so I love what it said um, in the second part of this. Is, it said, the more you give, the more it comes back to you. Because God is the greatest giver in the universe. And he won't let you outgive him. Go ahead and try and see what happens. And I love that because it's almost like daring you. Just do it. Don't worry about your own personal situations. Don't worry about what you don't have. And think on what you do have. And be grateful. And then go and watch God multiply it. He will multiply it because he sees your heart. He sees that all you want to do is be a blessing to others. And he comes right back around with the biggest smile. And just so much love. And wants to just be able to say, you know what, whatever you need, here it is. I've got you. So I want to, um, I want to start to come to a close on this and I want to share one more thing that I, that I saw. Um, I'm going to continue to read just a little bit here and it says, God has given you considerable material being blessings. Have you ever asked yourself, why has he provided so much You don't need to wonder. Paul tells us exactly why he provides us with more money than we need. And this is 2 Corinthians 9, 10 through 11. And the scripture reads, Now he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will also supply and increase your store of seed and will enlarge the harvest of your righteousness. You will be made rich in every way. And I want you to listen to this part because this is, this is the part that just makes my heart so happy. It says, you will be made rich in every way so that you can be generous on every occasion. It didn't specifically talk about, you know, in particular wealth or you'll have all the money that you need. It is just saying that you will be made rich in every single way. So that you can be generous on every occasion. Um, there's a couple of stories I want to share here. There was a time where um, all we did, and I'm speaking about my husband and myself, all we did is we gave of our time, <laughs> precious time, <laughs> precious, precious time, because I love my sleep. Um, 
I can say that I am not a morning person, but as soon as I have my coffee, I am. So that's the first thing that I grab in the morning. But there were uh, a couple of years when the girls were in elementary that we had dedicated our time to be up every single morning at five o'clock and we would drive to two different Publix stores. And if you're not in Florida, you may not know what that is, but those are one of our grocery chains. And so we would drive to these public stores to pick up um, day-old breads, uh, baked goods, you know, cakes, donuts, pies, uh, you name it. We had everything. And um, I initially had just called up there one time just to ask if they could provide for a couple of the uh, parent nights and events that we had at the school, you know, for the girls, just as a volunteer. And um, (laughs) I remember the lady saying, well, listen, we just had uh, another organization back out because um, somebody was leaving and they weren't going to be able to pick up anymore. Can you pick up every day of the week? And I thought to myself, oh my goodness, we don't need that much bread and cake and pies and cookies and, and everything. So we would show up to this grocery store, one of them on um, three days a week and the other one on the other two days. And that we would show up to about five to eight shopping carts waiting outside for us. Um, I have pictures where bread and food was stacked to the ceiling of our SUV, all in the back seat, all in the far back, the trunk area, in the front seat from the floorboard to the ceiling. We had no room. And when we got home, we had to carry all of this stuff upstairs because we lived on the second level of a apartment when we first moved here. And we had to lug it all upstairs. And then we had to grab about half of it and lug it back down to the truck. Um, When it was time to take the girls to school, we would leave about half of it at the school. And, um, and it, I can tell you the teachers and the parents were so grateful There were so many people that we didn't realize we had blessed because they didn't know where they were going to get their loaves of bread that week. They didn't know if they were going to be able to get a cake for their son or their daughter's birthday. Um, There were parents who were tasked with having to get cupcakes for the, um, you know, the school holiday parties. And they didn't know if they were going to be able to buy them. And so we were able to take all of these cakes and cookies and pies and donuts to the classrooms because there was so much. And I thank God today because my husband and I, we did not have to spend a penny. We didn't have to drop a dime. Nothing. It was just our willingness to get up and to be there. While everybody else was still asleep and our girls were at home getting ready for school on their own and just be willing to pick it up and deliver it. Um, We had kids from the neighborhood knocking on our door when school was over saying, Miss Mahone, do you have any cookies today? And it was just our door. I mean, our door was where they came and, you know, their parents would say, go ask, you know, Mr. and Mrs. Mahone, if they have any, um, if they have any extra bread, our living room and our dining room, just, we had bags all over the floors and the tables and everything. And we had to get this bread out. It got to a point where there was so much that there was too much for the school, too much for the families at the apartments, 
that we had to now start delivering to the food pantries. And we had about two or three that um, were in dire need of it. So we were able to to share it there too. And it was just such a beautiful opportunity to see God move and saying, whatever you have to give, just offer it and give it. Don't ever think that you are not giving enough. Don't ever feel like you're not giving according to the way that somebody else would expect you to give. Just be willing to say, yes, Lord, here I am. What is it that you need from me? Where do you want me to go today? Who do you want me to bless? I really miss those days. I do. Um, But I know God has us in a different season now. But those will be some of the most beautiful memories that we carry, knowing that um, he was willing to use us and we were willing to be used. The The next story I want to share is uh, in talking about so many different ways that we can be a blessing to people. Um, this is a very, it would seem like not very much at all, right? Once again, insignificant. But I remember standing in a grocery store a couple of weeks ago and I was behind a woman who um, was having a hard time because she wanted to make sure she was getting her her rewards and her points. Um, there's If you have a reward card, you're supposed to get a discounted price on certain items and certain deals. And just like you know, we do too, we check the, the screen. We want to make sure everything's okay. And she realized she wasn't getting uh, a deal on the cereal that she picked up. And it was clearly marked on the sign that she was supposed to get it for a certain price. Then she noticed that she had been charged multiple times for um, some of the meat that she had. And it it had kind of like double scanned. And so the poor cashier was just having such a hard time trying to figure this out. And the people behind us were lining up. There was so many people in the store that day. It was Sunday. And um, I could see some of them kind of getting a little frustrated. And some of them were okay. The lady behind me was okay. But the woman in front of me kept apologizing. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. You know, oh, I didn't mean to hold you up. And I just kept telling you, it's okay. Don't worry about it. You know, I, I'm never in a hurry. So if you want to worry about anybody else, it might be somebody in the back of the line, but you're not going to have a problem with me. And she was grateful for that. But when the cashier started to look flustered and just really um, nervous, you could tell she was starting to feel the pressure of, of this line growing. And the lady to the next register was trying to help her as much as she could, but she had a line of customers. Um, It came down to her having to void the entire transaction after she had bagged everything and put it in her cart um, and having to go back and scan everything all over again. And so, um, again, the, the customers turn around saying, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And I just felt the Lord say, just, just help in any way that you can help, just help. And so I left my cart and I walked around to the front, um, where they were pulling the bags out of the cart. And I said, listen, do you mind if I handle your stuff? And she says, no, 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 it's fine. I said, how about I pull out the baskets and put the stuff back up here. And as she rebags them, I'll put them back in your cart. And it, it seemed like something so simple yet. I could tell that it helped to really calm the uh, cashier down, you know, and help her to get through this transaction without panicking and freaking out. 
why just stand there when we have an opportunity to offer anything of ourselves and just say, how can I help you? Can I pick that up for you? Can I, can I grab that for you? Can I help you load your stuff in your truck? Is there anything that I can do to help you? We don't really know what that does to a person until we've actually stepped in and been obedient and done what we know the Lord has placed on our heart to do. Instead of worrying about what they might think, what they might say, what somebody else might say, but just acting on what God has told us to do in the moment. And I know we've all had those experiences. We've all had those opportunities. You're listening to me right now. There has been some time in your life where God has told you, why don't you pay for the meal? Or why don't you buy those kids some, you know, some snacks? Or why don't you invite so-and-so over? Or why don't you buy your, your coworker lunch? There's been moments and opportunities where we've been able to do that and know that that is, that is God. That is the Holy Spirit and his presence just pressing on your heart and saying, just do it. Don't worry about what you don't have. Think about what you do have, and I'll take care of the rest. And so when I read this verse, and I'm going to read it to you one more time, the last part of it, the last part of 2 Corinthians 9, 10 through 11, verse 11, you will be made rich in every way so that you can be generous on every occasion. Walk every day looking for an opportunity to be a blessing to somebody. And don't ever think that it's too small, ever. Even a smile can change somebody's day and maybe even their life. And so I just want to um, pray for you right now. And I hope that this has encouraged you and that it just helps you to, to, to remember how special and how important and just how wonderful God has created you to do these things, to be that love to everybody else. So Father, I just thank you once again, Lord, for always giving me the opportunity to be an encouragement to others, Father. Because as I say it every time, when I have the wonderful opportunity to encourage someone else, it encourages me. It helps me to continue to move forward. It helps me to continue to be grateful and to not have to worry about and think about, you know, the things that I don't have but everything that you have given to us. And so I pray that the same thing, the same blessings, the same opportunities, the same everything of your love and your joy and your peace would just rest upon every single person that is listening to this prayer right now. And that in every opportunity that they have, that they do it with such a heart of joy and especially a heart of gratitude and knowing that you are taking care of them. You are making them rich in every way so that they can be generous on every occasion. Your word is true, Father, and we thank you for it right now. So we go and we be a blessing throughout tomorrow, the next day, every day for the rest of our life, every opportunity that we can be a blessing, Father, we ask that you would Lay those opportunities before us. We love you so much, Father, and we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. So thank you again for joining me on the Expressions of Destiny podcast. I am so grateful to be able to be here, just sharing my heart with you. So until next week, God bless.